up everybody this is another episode of the let me step back from the camera let me do that real quick uh this is another episode of my memoirs the eric washington memoirs so i just want to talk about something that has always bothered me always bothered me and that is when pastors non-black pastors especially if they're a youth pastor, um, tries to throw a black scent on everything. I don't know what that's about. I don't know why they do it. Even if there's only one or two black kids in the youth congregation or like very little black adults in the adult congregation or service, they always got to throw this black scent on it. And I, I don't know what that's about, and I don't know who said that was okay. I'm sure they don't teach that in seminary. I don't I don't know what that's about. Prime example, a few years ago, my girlfriend and I were visiting a church. We were kind of church hopping at the time before we found our amazing church that we're at now. But we were kind of church hopping at the time. And um, we went to, um, I'm not gonna say the real church name, for to avoid issues, but we'll just call it fly cake or fly bake or whatever. It, we'll say that it was called fly bake, and fly bake is known as like this super post-racial, multi-racial, contemporary lights, action, sounds, big screens, um, mega church. All the worship leaders like were on American Idol or something like that. Like big production, big thing, and there's really nothing wrong with that. It's just, it's one of those churches, you know, mega church, that kind of kind of thing. Co-signed by Joel Olstein himself. I know this because every time they ask for offering, they do a montage video of all the great celebrities and super duper church people who have come visit uh, and prayed over Flybake. So we were at Flybake and it's owned operated i guess you can't say owned i guess i don't know but it's owned operated by like the white version of the green leafs like it's it's a big family affair it, it's like all family like the kids like eventually move up to become pastors or youth pastors or on the church council or something right so one of the older sons went up there and um i'm gonna <laughs> i'm gonna tell you what he said I don't make a habit of putting on black scent all the time, as you can tell by my already very square voice. Hold on while I hydrate. So he gets up there and like before, before, before he ever starts the sermon or anything, he, you know how like, okay, you know how like when, when pastors you know, to get the to get the crowd going, like in those big contemporary churches, like, but to get the crowd going, they always do like, how's everybody feeling? How's everybody doing tonight? Isn't Jesus great? Who who said my God isn't good? That you know that whole like like, like that thing, that thing that they do. They don't just ever like do the sermon. They gotta like ramp everyone up. You know, he was doing that. That was like his his thing. But he gets up there and he's like, he says something to the effect of like, you know. <laughs> And this is gonna sound bad. It's not gonna sound accurate because I don't put on black scent. But he was like, you know, sometimes you just gotta talk ghetto to the devil. Sometimes you just gotta be like, get on out here, devil. Get on out here. Sometimes you just gotta talk ghetto to him. You know, just get on out here, devil. And I'm just like, like it was super. Like not only was it just uncomfortable for the fact of like, like why would you say that? But like, like why did you have to make it sound like, like why did you have to say it was like ghetto? And then why did you have to say like, why did you have to make it? Why'd you have to put a black scent on it? Like, like, 
<laughs> like I don't know what that was. It was so I don't know what that it, what it was about. It was so weird and it was, made everything so uncomfortable. Like I, I don't even remember what the sermon was about. I'm sure it was like prosperity gospel. I'm sure it was. It was so weird and my girlfriend she just she wasn't having it. And keep in mind we were like church hopping, church shopping, whatever you want to call it these days at the time. So imagine, like, imagine, like, imagine if other people were also there, or if they didn't know the Lord, or even if they did, but they were just shopping, or if they were just like, like, I want to see what, like, normal Christians are about. Normal as in being like, you know, they're not like super, there's not like super, super rituals, or there's not like weird Latin hymns, or there's not like fire and brimstone. Like it's all very like contemporary, modern. The pastors wear like skinny jeans and something, you know, like everyone dresses like hipster. They serve coffee before, like that kind of thing. Like, like I wanna see what normal Christians are like. And then like the first thing they see before there's ever a sermon or a message is a guy saying, sometimes you gotta talk ghetto to the devil. Like, like, who, 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 I'm sure he had to go over this sermon. Like, I'm sure he practiced this with somebody. And I don't know if he just improv that first part, but like, who told him that was okay? Like, that's insane. Like, who, who told him that was okay? I'll be, I'll be straight up. I, I called the church office and was like, and of course, his, the secretary answered the phone and he wasn't available at the moment. But like, literally, like, right after the service, and I guess, it wasn't like right after because I think my girlfriend and I like got brunch or whatever. And she's just like, and the reason I called, like I was just going to kind of let it slide. But the reason I called was because my girlfriend, she like felt like felt like a way about it. Like she was like hurt. She should be like, she has every right to be hurt. Like that was, that was, that was garbage. That was atrocious. That was, that was absolutely trash. And so I was like, okay, look, let me, um, let me step up to the boyfriend plate here. You know, I can't like go kicking down the doors and start like... Mike Tysoning everybody. So I called the office and gave them a piece of my mind. Okay. So I called so I called the office and I basically just like cordially, calmly, professionally just said like, hey, that was inappropriate. You have it's a multiracial congregation. You have people of all shades and nationalities and cultures there. Frankly, that was just inappropriate. And I left it at that. And I did get a voicemail message back from the actual God, I think he's like the second oldest son or the oldest son. Got a voicemail like saying he wanted me to call him back, and he, he he didn't he didn't apologize in the voicemail, which was interesting. So I never I never called back. I just wanted to give him peace of my mind. I didn't want to have like a whole conversation or debate about it. But I don't know. He he probably was gonna like apologize or like and pastor. I'll say this: Southern pastors are really cool about always giving you a free meal or free coffee. So he was probably gonna be like. Oh, let's have a coffee and talk about it. Let me get to know you. Probably would have threw in some kind of gospel thing in there. I don't know. It probably wasn't going to be like a normal conversation or like a get to know you conversation. It's probably going to have some like salvation undertones, which isn't a problem. That's not bad. I'm just saying probably not what you want to follow up with after someone calls you. Anyways, I'm, I'm just guessing. I don't know if that was the case, but I say that to say that he called back and he just expressed that he wanted to touch base with me and I never called back. So that's the end of that story. But if you're watching this today, if you're watching this today or you're listening to it, cause it's also available on my podcast. If you're, if you're a pastor, especially youth, cause youth pastors like to do this a lot. But if you're listening today and you are a clergy, if you are a leader of sheep, if you're a shepherd, 
you're a leader in your church. I guess you can't really have a natural black scent, but like African-American English vernacular, Ebonics, whatever you want to call it, if it's not how you naturally talk, don't do it. <laughs> like, just be normal. Like, I feel like you can be cool, contemporary, or like hip hop is the dominant culture these days. Like, I feel like you can be like hip hop and not force it or like, I don't know, make everyone uncomfortable. Like, I feel like the only people that resonated with that, obviously, probably were all, like, any non-black person, but probably white people who were just like, that is so funny, like, oh my God. Like, people who, like, only knew Medea when she started, like, releasing movies, or people who, like, only listened to, I don't know, whatever's on fo top 40 hip-hop radio, like, people who, like, you know, you know the type, who's like, oh, I love black culture, black people are great, but, like, I really don't know anything about black culture. Anyway, that, I'm, I'm going way off. If you are a leader of a church congregation, just talk normally. Just speak in a normal fashion. Prime example, that would be like if anyone, a, a non-Asian, that would be like if a non-Asian went up there, put on an Asian accent to make a joke, to make a Christian joke or make a, make a joke to, to or, or, uh, or an anecdote or whatever you want to call it, to, you know, spice everyone's day up at the church and get the, get the sermon going like, no one would do that. Like you would look insane putting on an Asian accent or an Indian accent or or like if a non-white guy like put on like forcefully, like not just because they speak properly or whatever, but like put on this weird country accent or like speaking to this like super CEO white guy at the office, like that would be weird. That'd be insane. So, but for some reason, and I don't know if it's in the South, I don't know if this is like a thing everywhere amongst like super trendy hipster white pastors, but like, stop talking in this black sin. Just like, talk normally, using your normal tone of voice. Don't be weird and don't offend, well, don't embarrass yourself, but also don't offend and I guess embarrass every single black person that's in attendance of your church congregation service, especially if you pride yourself on being this post-racial, multi-racial, multicultural, super meet you where you are type of church. Like it's just weird. And that's all I gotta say. Okay, that's it for this memoir. That's it for this episode. I guess this isn't even really a memoir. This is more of a rant. It's more of a rant. It's something I've had on the list. If you don't know, I have like a to-do list of all these videos and skits and albums and singles I release, all this all this media stuff, I have a to-do list. And this one's been on there for like about a year or two. This one's been on there for a minute. But I finally did it and I'm glad I did it. And I think it came out well. So if you like these videos or if you like my music or if you like my skits, which they really aren't skits. I don't wanna be known as a skit guy. These are acting demos because I actively go on auditions. I'm not just out here making skits, hoping to get Instagram money and YouTube money. I'll take it, I'll take it, but that's not so. If you like my acting demos, if you like my videos, my memoirs, my commentaries, my rants, my music, albums, mixtapes, singles, things like that, um, please go to www.ericwashington.net for all that content. There you'll find my social media, links to my YouTube. I am also, I won't call myself an academic. I'm not like a PhD student or whatever, but let's, I'll, I'll say I've gotten a, quite a few A's on some papers. So if you'd like to read some of my papers, um, you'll find that on my website as well. And also it's always good to have multiple streams of income. 
So I do have a Patreon. Eh, yeah, I know I'm that guy. I'm that guy. Well, I need money. I'm poor. So I do have a Patreon. Please support that. It is literally a one, like I, I it's, it's $20, but I, I firmly believe that one, I'm going to blow up, but seriously, no, but seriously, I, I think, I think I'm, I think this is gonna be a thing. I think I'm gonna be all right. So it's it's $20 and I vow, like you have it on recording now, time stamped recording. I vow that it's not gonna change. It's gonna be $20 for the rest of my career and you get early access to videos like this, to all my music, if I'm ever on tour for either speaking or music or whatever, I promise you'll get early access to ticket sales. You'll get early access to, let's see, music videos. If I ever decide to make like a little documentary, my behind the scenes work or if I'm on tour or if I'm spending months in a studio, you'll get that like, early access to everything. You'll get signed and dated lyric sheets because I, I write. Sorry, I'm not like one of these cool guys who freestyles everything or who memorizes everything. So you will get signed and dated versions of my lyrics. So that way you can print them, download them. My merch shops are up there. Thanks. Uh, oh, that's, not, that's on my website. I'm sorry, not just on my Patreon. It's on my website. Patreon, early access, all that just for 20 bucks a month. And this is really important. This is probably the best part about the Patreon. So I always have goals right now. Right now, if it's uh, if I get to 50 patrons, I'll donate a full month's earnings to a patron, a uh, patron's charity of their choice. And, as, and the more it grows, the more, obviously the more money you'll get towards your favorite charity. So please, if you're gonna subscribe, also tell your friends and family to subscribe, even if they don't like my stuff, they have a chance of, of getting a whole month's patrons earnings, Patreon earnings towards a charity of their choice, whether it's a big national corporation thing, or if it's like a small grassroots thing, they can support their favorite cause. So yeah, that's it. So ericwashington.net, check out my socials. Check out my Patreon. Please check out my music. I'm poor. Please stream it, even if you hate it. Yeah, so that's it. Pastors, please use a normal voice. Don't be weird. Talk normally. And uh, check it out at www.ericwashington.net. Thank y'all. Love y'all. Peace.